I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Welcome back to Keanu Believe It, the Talk Film Society podcast that is all Keanu Reeves all the time. I'm Sam Van Heron, assistant editor at TFS, and a lifelong fan of the singular Keanu Reeves. I am being your guide through this his diverse and interesting career. Each week, a guest and I discuss a film from his filmography, which I've been working through in chronological order. On this episode, we'll be discussing The Lake House. I'm happy to welcome back Matt Curione to discuss the romantic fantasy drama how's it going matt it's going good glad to have you back uh this is an interesting movie is it is it though <laughs> i think it's just weird yeah weird is a good word also. this move this is a weird way to reunite the stars of speed <laughs> it is uh i mean it's one of those th- it's, it's not a bad movie like I don't oh think no it's- no no it's watchable yeah it's very very watchable like it moves. It's not slow. Uh, it's entertaining at points. Um, you get some good performances, but it's weird. I mean, it's 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 a so it was a remake of a South Korean film called Il Mare, which I've heard is uh, like a better film. Uh, and it's I feel like it's one of those things where maybe they shouldn't have remade it. Like maybe it works better in that culture in that uh, you know because like how. I don't know how familiar with some of the listeners are with Korean films, but I think they often can handle tone shifts uh, a little bit. Like they, they, their tone sh- is just kind of part of their, yeah, uh, just kind of part of that industry and part of that uh, culture, and so it kind of works better in that context. Um, but I mean, it. I feel like this is a movie that's made watchable because of. Because we love Keanu and Sandy Bullock together, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, I mean, again, it's really, it's not bad at all. I mean, it's, I've seen, especially compared to his other romantic films, uh, <laughs> this is one of the better ones. I think there's really, so, I think this is the end of his true, uh, until now, Destination Wedding. But, like, uh, of full-on, I mean, there's always romance, you know, he's got romances in a lot of his movies, but... The pure romantic films. This is certainly one of the better ones, but that's more because the other couple are awful. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we might as well dive into this one. Uh, it was directed by Alejandro Agresti, who's a Argentine uh, filmmaker. Who this is his only English language movie. Uh, you don't say. <laughs> uh, screenplay adapted from the Korean film by David Auburn, uh, and so yeah, I mean. It's literally about a magic mailbox that travels through time. Okay, so it is a magic mailbox. Uh, I mean, 
this movie has spiritual. since this movie came out, I've seen it a few times, and it confuses the shit out of me every time. There's there, apparently there's no mail carriers in this universe. Like you just put a, ma- a piece of mail in the mailbox, and it just appears somewhere else, or at least on this la- this fictional lake in Madison, Wisconsin. I mean, Christopher uh, Plummer made a magical house with a magical mailbox. Sure. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's go with that. Uh, I mean, it, ma- is it magic? Is it a wormhole that's directly <laughs> just in this mailbox? Uh, either way, there's also a possibly magic dog, which we'll get into. Yes. Uh, the magic so, puppy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, so yeah, it opens with uh, this uh, admittedly pretty cool credit sequence with like, the letters, mm-hmm. like, the ink, like, diffusing into the, you know, so it's like, they're, maybe the, even the paper is magic, who knows, uh, but it's, uh, so Sandra Bullock is, uh, packing up and leaving this lake house, which is allegedly in Madison, Wisconsin, which is my hometown, oh, wow. uh, have you visited hate, the lake house? Uh, I hate to break it to you, audiences, this is fake, this is lies, God movie, damn it, that's a lies. cool house, that's a cool house, <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, they built this house uh, in a tiny lake outside of Chicago, oh, uh, and they're just telling you it's Wisconsin, but there are five lakes in my town, none of them only have one house, so, <laughs> sadly, uh, but it's it's fine, uh, so she's leaving, uh, but she decides to put a, a letter in the mailbox for whoever might move in next, uh, saying, you know, please send my mail to me, if it yes, uh, but of course, instead it travels two years back in time to Keanu Reeves. Yes, because and yes. So for the first like twenty five minutes or so, it's unclear exactly. I mean, clearly weird shit's happening, but it's unclear of like uh, who How? is when. <laughs> uh, but then it becomes clear like the house is in disrepair when Keanu's there, so clearly. Uh, it's either in the future or in the past. Uh, yeah, it's not very not clear at all, though. No, not for a while. Uh, maybe even ever. But I, I mean, until they start explicitly saying it's two thousand six, you know, like <laughs> like when he's fixing the sink and he's like two thousand six. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> right. So like uh, she uh, in the letter she says something about uh, I'm apologize for the paw prints on the porch. Uh, they were there when I moved in, and he's like. Uh, no, there weren't. There's no, like, I don't know. Uh, are you on a different lake? Are you insane? Uh, like, yes, says yes. that. Uh, but, uh, but then we see this scene which tells us that he is in the past and she is in the future. Uh, of magic, again, or possibly magic dog, uh, runs through some varnish and, like, you know, stains the porch with his paws. Uh, and so that's where we realize that, yep, they are indeed. Uh, two lonely people, and she is somehow getting uh, letters from the past, and he is so lonely. The future. So lonely. Uh, I mean, you know she's lonely because she looks longingly at the lake through a beautiful lake house. Uh, very sadly. <laughs> hey, she pulls it off. Let's be real. She does. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, it just comes down to uh, you. You want Keanu and Sandra Bullock to cross the. Uh, rivers of time to be together. Yes, we do. Uh, wonderful. <laughs> indeed. Uh, so, yeah, and so he, uh, as they start to, so Sandra is, uh, plays Kate, a doctor, who is 
leaving a hospital in Madison to live in Chicago. And, uh, and Keanu is again in the past fixing up this house, which we later learn uh, was Christopher Plummer's uh, like passion project when he was a kid. Uh, so Christopher Plummer plays Keanu's dad. Which it's fun to see them together. Uh, it's fun to see them together, but I don't see the the resemblance. No, I don't buy that at all. <laughs> I don't buy it one bit. But hey, I like Christopher Plummer, so I had forgotten he was in this. And when he popped up, I was like, "Oh, hey, this guy's good. Yeah, he's always good. He's always good, even if it's whatever this is." Uh, hmm. That, but he's like, again, it's all grounded by the cast, and uh, and so uh, yeah, like Keanu. Uh, is is have is like an estranged with his father. Uh, they never really tell us why, and except, and even when they start telling us why, I was still kind of confused why. But uh, I guess he's just kind of a cold, uh, sort of distant father. Really, you know, it's just one of your stereotypical. Uh, his son wanted to do his own thing. Uh, they never really give us enough motivation for that to matter. But again, it's like we care because Keanu's. You know, he's Keanu. He's Keanu. Uh, and so then, uh, while we're while they're starting to bond a little bit, uh, a little confused by this, these letters are like, you know, not... They're not fully convinced that... They think someone's playing a prank, basically. Like, uh, that they're just... Someone's having fun. But uh, then we realize that... Uh, so as they start bonding, uh, they realize that their, their dog is the same dog. Uh, so basically... Uh, Keanu said, like, he was living there, and then suddenly a dog showed up, and then she also <laughs> said that the same dog at some point showed up. Uh, so, so is I'm, the dog delivering the letters? That's what I'm thinking, because uh, there's one point where the dog, like, runs off and disappears, and then yeah, suddenly reappears. Like, he's clearly an angel or a ghost or something. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Like we said, this movie's weird. <laughs> it is weird. It's hard to describe. Even though I have, you know, detailed notes of the plot, it's still, like... <laughs> is that what happened when? Uh, but I mean, I've, I've tried to explain this movie to people, and they're like, "That's not real. That's you're uh, that's a fake movie you're talking about." What do you? What stop? I mean, I remember the trailers when I you know when this came out, uh, the TV spots, and I was like, uh, and I, and I remember even yeah, people were like, a lot of people made fun of this movie at the time because it's just kind of a ridiculous premise, uh, but it. Oddly, it's not as bad as that makes it seem. Like it's again, no. it's it's weird and it's uh, doesn't necessarily fully come together. But it, at the end, like at the end of the day, it's just uh, a well shot, lit. You know, it's it's very nice looking. Like, but did you like it? Uh, I don't know. It's not. My I do. Kind of movie. I I like this movie. This this is this this is like a movie that you know, it comes on HBO and. You're like, I'm going to watch this with my mom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, and I did not... Uh, it's just maybe not my kind of movie, but as far as it goes, yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's, it's it wasn't... I wasn't upset that I rented it, you know. I wasn't... It, it didn't bother me. It's just, again, I, don't, I might not watch it again, but maybe... Again, yeah, that's a good point. It's like, uh, I'm home with my mom. What am I going to watch? Oh, it's like a mom movie. All right, that's yes. cool. I, bor- I borrowed my mother's DVD to watch this, by the way. <laughs> And it's rated PG, so, you know, no yeah. awkward moments are going to pop out. Uh, I mean, it's literally, they, like, there's, like, two kissing scenes, and, like, that's it. Uh, but the, uh, yeah, so the big thing in the movie is when 
so we're with Sandra. Uh, she's hanging out with her mom on Valentine's Day, of course. Wow, yeah. Uh, yeah, and she uh, sees uh, a guy run past, and you can clearly see. I mean, the spo- full spoilers here. Could you tell this was Keanu the first time you saw it? Of course not. Okay. Had no idea. Uh, I kind of thought, like, hey, there's Keanu. I, I didn't pause and remind her, but I thought maybe it was him. But anyway, so some strange guy uh, runs out in front of a bus and gets hit. Uh, and she tries to save him. And then we see her very sad. Uh, and it, it, the way this movie's filmed is, like, it cross-cuts. Uh, you know, it goes between Keanu and... Uh, Sandra Bullock trying to and it's it's one of those things where they it's a time travel movie so once you get if you think about the time travel too much it's gonna hurt your brain uh, but it's basically like uh, they do a pretty decent job of editing between uh, timelines like making you realize when uh, the characters are and who we're following at that to- at that time and uh it's weird uh, that if, like you said, thinking about the timeline too much, there's parts of this movie where they're just having a full-on conversation via letter, just back and forth, like different lines of dialogue, and I'm like, that's not how letters work, right? It's like at some point that's, they start. That's like, really. I've written letters. I've received <laughs> letters. It's not how they work, right? Like they, yeah, they literally have conversation. And at some point, you're like, are they? If they're in the lake house at the same time, can they then have discussions? Like. Apparently, which is suggest- yes, yeah, it's so weird. Uh, like, there's even shots where uh, there's one shot in particular where they're like in a park. Uh, yes, this scene freaked me out. And <laughs> like, having a conversation in real time. Yeah, how does that work? Do, are they sending just like text messages through time? Uh, I'm guessing. Like, how many letters are one sentence letters back <laughs> right, and forth? Right. And is she driving from Chicago to Madison, which is a three hour drive? Uh, <laughs> Although, in this world, again, in this alternate reality uh, version of the Midwest... Uh, like right next to each other. Yeah, and there's a there's a train that goes to Chicago to Madison, which is not true, because if that was true, I would be in Chicago a lot more often. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and so uh, she gets really sad by this guy getting hit by a truck, or hit by a bus, and so this is why she starts, uh, you know, bonding with this possibly prankster, but it turns out it's in fact Keanu in the it's past. The architect. <laughs> yes, the archi- Keanu the architect. Uh, and it's fun. So, like, uh, we find out that uh, Christopher Plummer is his dad, is this famous uh, architect, and I guess uh, Keanu just wanted to break out on his own. So he uh, buys this lake house, which, again, turns out that it was uh, Christopher Plummer built it when he was a kid and uh, I guess his mother uh, there's a line where Keanu says like he always could build a house but he didn't know how to build a home uh, uh, cuts deep <laughs> but yeah so then uh, there's one moment where like uh, Kate is, or Sandra Bullock uh, wrote a letter saying like uh, my address and so he goes trying to you know deliver the letter to her address but of course that apartment building doesn't exist yet. Uh, but it, that results... In, there's some kind of... It's one of those things where... It results in cute moments, you know? Like, yeah. that's literally all of the plot, all of the machinations of weird time travel shit. And, uh, it, again, like we said, uh, uneven rules about how that works. Uh, 
is all just for having uh, magical meat cute mo- or you know, uh, it's basically meat. More like a, more like meat sad moments. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sad about. I don't see trees. I miss the trees from the lake house. Okay, I'll uh, bury a tree outside <laughs> your apartment building, which they'll just let me do because I'm Keanu Reeves. Uh, and then and just lie and say there. I'm the architect here. I want a tree. Uh, and. Yeah, so now they start, you know, really bonding. Uh, and again, there's so many. Like, uh, I, I enjoyed the scenes where they were, these scenes where they're talking across time. But again, like, if you start thinking about it too much, it makes no sense. Like, not at all. Uh, but it's it's enjoyable to watch them. Uh, you just want to see, even if they're not on screen together, uh, these weird uh, conversations are just enjoyable to watch even if they're almost because they're so ridiculous yeah uh, I do like uh, I like this movie I like the rest of the cast like we were saying uh, Christopher Plummer's good it was really weird seeing Dylan Walsh show up yep uh, I was like oh I guess you know he took a break from Nip Tuck to make this and uh, good for him good for him being in a movie and playing you know Sandra Bullock's boyfriend yeah the the other guy you know he's the the other guy the Baxter yes. as in that, that that's a good movie uh, anyway but that uh, yeah Dylan Walsh in there as uh, her kind of douchey boyfriend but not really douchey like she like he's just trying to like understand what the hell's going on yeah yeah uh, and I mean yeah like this guy because at one point uh, as they're bonding uh, Keanu uh, is uh, also also Lynn Collins is in this uh, from uh, John, Carter. John Carter, uh, a great actress. She's really not used. Her, her character is just terrible in this movie. Oh, she's uh, awful. She's yeah. just like, oh, Keanu, oh, oh no, what are you doing? You're gonna get sick. Oh, oh, I, I'm, I'm. That's her entire in- character. <laughs> yeah, and her first scene is like her being this kind of like high pitched squealing at Keanu, like. Uh, it's really. I feel like there's cut scenes in this or something because there has to be. There has to. be. Yeah, because she's like. At first, they introduce her as like maybe she's his girlfriend or wants to be. You know, like a. Uh, at some point, they're going to come into play, but then again, when when she's, uh, or maybe uh, for a moment, I thought maybe she was going to like get together with Dylan Walsh's character. Uh, so did I. But none of that happens. Uh, it's weird. But it's very weird. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad for her, uh, but at least I mean, I still I feel worse for her because of how Jack, Jack John Carter should have made her a star. It didn't because the world sucks. But uh, <laughs> anyway, she's there. Uh, but at one point, uh, Keanu, uh, so their dog Jack runs away uh, and leads him directly to uh, Dylan Walsh's Dylan character. Walsh, yeah. I can't remember. His- yes, yes, the girl dog named Jack. Yes, the girl dog named Jack. Uh, <laughs> sure. Because, of course. Uh, <laughs> and even Dylan Walsh makes a comment. He's like, that's an interesting name. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, there's this one other cute moment where uh, Keanu sends uh, Sandra Bullock through, like, a walk. Like, he sends her a map with, like, locations that she should visit in Chicago. Uh, but, again, he's, like, having a conversation with... It's like, was she reading the letter... Well, she was walking. walking. Apparently, yes. Uh, multiple letters that she time delayed so she could have a so she could have a call and response. Uh, now I got now I got to read this when I hit this point. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. Also, side note, uh, it is pretty funny that his character gets hit by a bus, you know, because speed. Yep, that is good. Maybe I, was... I, I, I made that connection real quick in the movie. I was like, oh, haha, that's funny. Maybe uh, in an alternate reality of speed, the bus <laughs> went through a mailbox <laughs> and, and wound up in 2006. Yeah, so it's not just, you know, a reunion of Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves. The bus made a return as well. It's, so good for that yeah, bus. It's very romantic. Uh, yes. And, uh, yeah, so they... Uh, but yeah, there's this moment where uh, Keanu kind of stalks past Sandra Bullock a little bit. Like he uh, goes to her uh, birthday party two years ago. Yes, weird. And... <laughs> that little creepy, that creepy wave... He gives from behind uh, Dylan Walsh when he's like saying happy birthday. He's like, "Oh hey, I'm I'm just <laughs> this random so creepy. Dude. Yeah, I'm just this <laughs> random dude that your boyfriend invited for some reason. Uh, and uh, I mean, there's even a point where like uh, there's a part where uh, her boyfriend uh, re- reunites with her. Like he tries to also kind of stalkerish, where he like he like shows up and he's like, "Hey, I was here by accident. I was at the restaurant. I was just in town." <laughs> Sure you were. Uh, and he says, like, he starts, like, trying to get her back, but then she's like, uh, but he's like, why did you make out with that guy at your birthday party? Uh, and it's like, because it was Keanu Reeves. Why would you? <laughs> right? Wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then there's this one moment, so there's this part where uh, they both tell their uh, family members about this mystery time travel mailbox. Yes. Uh, but then it's like never visited. It's like there's a moment where it seems like he's about to tell Christopher Plummer about it. Like he mentions that uh, he found some plans in the attic or something. Uh, but is then, this when he is this when he sneaks his father who recently had a heart attack like a triple latte? Yeah, that's when they have the bonding moment. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, here's bonding by gonna kill you. Here. <laughs> yeah, he just had a bypass surgery and uh, <laughs> here have all this espresso. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> What a good son. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, and then uh, it's funny that they like, uh, and then he also tells his brother at one point, but then it like uh, doesn't come into play until the very end of the movie. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I have more plot. There's a lot more plot, but. And full uh, and f- uh, full spoiler alert, I guess, but I remember him dying at the end. I didn't think he got saved. And I'm still confused how he got saved. Uh, I who knows? Yeah, it doesn't really but matter. It, but I, I thought he died. But apparently not. Apparently, you can't kill Keanu. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> no, se- I it, it seemed like it was, and it seemed like it was telegraphing one of those, uh, being one of those movies, like just literally just to make people cry. Like, let's kill him, make it seem like oh no, but apparently and City of Angels, it, yeah, style, yeah. Uh, but it's not. This is a. It has a happy ending. Uh, <laughs> but well, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, we need to talk about this one moment. So there's this part where she's like uh, saying how lonely she is, and there's a part where she's playing chess with her dog. And I wanted yes. more chess playing with the dog. Yeah, I would have. I would have taken like a short film of just that. I'm gonna play chess with the dog. It's amazing. Uh, and like, I don't know how that's sad. That's amazing. Her dog can play chess. How is that sad? <laughs> Um, so, like you said, it is a magical dog. It, it has to be magical because there's this one part where, uh, so at one point they, uh, after they start, you know, falling in love with each other, 
Uh, there's just one moment. So yeah, uh, his da- Keanu's dad dies uh, yes. after they have a really nice bonding moment, and there's this sweet part where again, this is why I like the I, I like the movie despite its bizarre and kind of uneven nature. Is that these yeah. sweet moments like this where uh, after her dad, you know, she she realizes that his dad died, uh, so he so she goes and finds a book that was published in the future about her dad. Uh, I mean, sends about it his back dad, in time. back in time to him, so that he can see, uh, you know, at this good moment that in his life, you know, at this important moment in his life that his father did, in fact, uh, you know, care about him and his brother. Uh, yeah. and it's sweet. And Keanu breaks down, uh, and this is one of those moments where screw you if you don't think Keanu's a good actor because this is a touching, good moment. That's it feels authentic. Like that's how Keanu would actually yeah. break down. He ugly cries. Oh, full like on. Like none other. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's sweet. Uh, but then after this, uh, Keanu, like, because he because she helped him uh, reconnect with his father, even through time, uh, he kind of, like, says, screw this, we're going to meet. Like, let's let's plan a date. Uh, so he's, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's and do this. <laughs> but of course, at this point, you're starting, I started to realize, uh, and I had never seen this before. This is my first time seeing it, but... I thought it was pretty telegraphed that Keanu was the one that got hit by the bus. Uh, it's kind of, you know, there's these... Yeah, I remember uh, yelling at my TV. I was like, oh no, he dies! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, but yeah, there's this moment where, uh, so he, so he's gonna, they're gonna meet uh, on July, like, you know, for they're gonna meet on July uh, to have a din- dinner date, uh, and he never shows up. Uh, and they so make the the, uh, the reservation like two years in advance. Yeah, and there's this funny <laughs> and, the, like, and the host is like, "Yeah, I think we could do that." Yeah, like what the fuck are you talking about? Like, okay, fine. Uh, and <laughs> that, then, that's, then that's that's confidence too, thinking that you know sure. the restaurant will still be open in two years. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we met at this abandoned lot. <laughs> and uh, but then there's this funny moment where like, so while uh, while she's waiting for him. Uh, all the staff is like really excited about it. Like they're <laughs> apparently they've like seen this reservation in the books for two years, and they. But like, maybe did Keanu tell them about the time travel? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like this legendary reservation. Yeah, uh, and so they, uh, yeah, they're all like running around, and then it's like really depressing. Oh, she's sitting. Here's there a sad. glass of wine. Yeah. Compliments of the house. <laughs> right, uh, and so there's this one moment where it's like in the in the in the spring or summer, but it seems like people are ice skating. Did you notice yes. that? It's because Chicago's always cold. I don't know if you know this. In movies, no matter what the season, <laughs> it's freezing there because of the wind. Yeah, it's, it's the windy city, Sam. Yeah, it's early May and people are ice skating, <laughs> sure. Yeah, the windy city. It makes it cold <laughs> all the time. Uh, yeah, and then... Uh, uh, and there's also this whole other plot line about, which I missed, uh, where that... Uh, until like there's a part where, where she her favorite book is Persuasion by Jane Austen uh, and like I for, I missed I must have missed the initial plot point of that because there's a part sure. where he goes to the train station in Chicago and like finds the book uh, and that brings it to her she left it there yeah she left it there at one point that's right uh, but then that's kind of how uh, after so after she after he stands her up even though it's not really standing her up because he's dead uh, <laughs> he uh, at some point, I guess, buries the book 
in the floorboards of her soon-to-be existing apartment. Yes. Uh, so that she can find it at a moment where she's, like, kind of mad at her boyfriend for telling her to turn the TV down. Uh, but uh, it's like... Yeah, because I don't know about you, but when I'm bored, I, I rip up floorboards Yep. in my apartment. Because that's a thing you you can do. <laughs> yep. She like she run past and like oh this is hot and she started like jumping on it like like <laughs> I'm mad at this floorboard and oh there's my favorite book. Uh, How did this get here? <laughs> uh, and so yeah, that's where uh, after they you know they uh, she gets the book back and uh, but they're still, they're both trying to move on at this point um, or not Keanu because he's. Uh, he can never move no, on. Never move on. He needs this woman. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then so after his, uh, let's see, the visionary vanguard. You gonna talk about that? What's that? Whatever the hell that is. The visionary vanguard. Whatever the hell that is. I don't know what this is. I think that's like the company his brother starts. Oh right, right, right. Uh, or like yeah, yeah. It's his father's company. Who knows? Yeah, I just remember that phrase right. being very key to this movie for some reason. Yeah, so she's living with, um, so she gets back together with Morgan, uh, her with the stepfather. <laughs> What's that? He's from that movie, The Stepfather. So I just oh, called him the okay. stepfather. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, so yeah, they get back together, uh, and then uh, let's see. Yeah, so Alex uh, finishes. So Alex's. I didn't say that before. Alex is Keanu's character's name. Uh, Keanu finishes the house. Uh, and gives the keys to uh, Kate's boyfriend uh, because he basically says, like, that's what she would want. And so at this point, so this is where, let's get into the magical dog because... Oh, boy. uh, When he's, like, really sad after she broke up with him uh, in the future, uh, the dog at some point just, like, is running through the woods and then disappears. Yes. Uh, And then he brings, when he brings the keys to Morgan... As soon as he leaves, the dog is suddenly there. So the dog has to be magic, correct? It's a magical dog. It can teleport. It can play chess. Uh, maybe it can even read books. Who knows? Maybe it's yeah. Maybe it can open mailboxes and lift flag, lift the mail. And I gotta flag. and I gotta say that it's a cute dog. So I was happy. To see I'm the fine dog. with it. Yeah. I'm ha- I'm happy with it. That's a cute dog. Uh, yeah, that is the kind of dog that I would definitely like to have. Cute little mutt. Magic, magic aside, just it's a cute dog. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, but now, uh, so he kind of you know gives her the, the keys, and uh, there's this funny part where like I guess he just forgets about her for six weeks, uh, <laughs> and then he's talking with uh, his brother, and he's like, "Oh, it's Valentine's Day. What day is oh, it?" Oh yeah. <laughs> and he kept like, "What year is it?" Yeah, he was like yelling at him. He's like, uh, he's like, "What do you mean it's Valentine's Day?" What, what's yes, the date? February 14th, sir. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, now I remember this girl that I've been talking to from the from the future. Uh, <laughs> and so he runs. Which it's not the future anymore, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This movie has weird time jumps. Oh, like... right. It's now 2006 for him and yes, 2008 for so... her. No, it's still 2006 for her. It's so confusing. Right? Like, she's, like, frozen in time for some reason. I think this it's, movie's confusing. Yeah, I think it's just ba- a bad script. It's just like they forget. Yeah, that too. <laughs> because because their because their rules were so confusing that they confused themselves. Uh, but there's a part where she says because uh, it is 2006 for him because it shows like uh, Happy New Year 2006 or whatever. 
Yes. Uh, yes. And then, uh, so there's a part where he, so he runs. So again, Madison and Chicago are very close together in this world because it's like a ten minute drive. Right? Yeah, because he uh, realizes it's Valentine's Day, and he's like, "Oh, I remember at some point she said in one of the letters that she was at a certain place on Valentine's Day." So Daily I'll Daily drive Daily. all the way to Madison, get this letter, tell me it'll tell me that she's at this plaza. So I'll run back uh, and find her because, of course, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> but then it said, but then she says. Uh, so while this is happening, she's meeting with, uh, of course, Keanu's brother. With that, whatever firm you said, what's that word you said? Uh, uh, Visionary Vanguard. Visionary Vanguard. Uh, yes. Because I, because the two V's together kind of shape a W, which his name is Weiler. So sure, that's why. Um, but then this is when she realizes that uh, Keanu is the one that gets hit by the bus. Because she yes. sees a drawing of the house and she's like, oh, that's beautiful. Who made that? Uh, and he's like, uh, it was my brother. Uh, and then she's like, can I get in contact with him? my brother. And then, I'm sorry, he's dead. Uh, <laughs> and he said she died. he died two years ago. So she is in 2008. Oh, but what the hell is this movie? <laughs> it's so confusing. It is. It's very, very confusing. So either way, he was going to get hit by a bus in 2006 or 2008. Sure. Both. Cool. And maybe right. 2004. Nice. And he was <laughs> Every also... two years. Every two years, Keanu gets hit by a bus. And Sandra Bullock from 12, from 12 years ago from Speed was driving the bus. It's the curse of Speed. Uh, and what the hell? It's so crazy. Uh, it's funny <laughs> that both... Are, this movie is amazing. Yeah. And it's funny because there was an earlier... Uh, the, uh, there was another movie with Keanu... Uh, Chain Reaction, which mentions Madison, and is set in Chicago. So maybe, of and that's also an insane, hard to follow movie. Is there a bus in that movie? There are plenty I have a feeling of buses. That the bu- I have a feeling that the bus from Speed has just been stalking him his entire career. I love this, and there needs to be. <laughs> I need a uh, what if movie that's, about the bu- just about Keanu and the bus. That's my head cannon, and uh, that's yeah, the bus from Speed. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through his filmography and see if I can count the buses. Anytime there's a bu- and then make a supercut. We need to make a supercut of Keanu, Keanu and with buses. buses. Yes, yes, it has to be a thing. It'll it'll happen. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm so, sure there's gonna be a bus in John Wick three. Uh, so then she storms off from this uh, meeting and runs off to try to save Keanu. Uh, and this is where it gets even more confusing because. Her idea is to, even though he know she knows that he would be at this place in Chicago on his way to get hit by a bus. So her way to solve this is to send a letter back in time. Yes. But why would he get the letter if wouldn't he have already gotten hit by the bus? Okay, yeah. He's already on his way, right? Yeah. So I don't know how, again. I don't, I don't know. Do the letters now automatically just pop up in your brain like you can read them even if you're not at the mailbox I guess sure apparently I don't know this movie's weird uh so this movie's so weird it is so weird because uh somehow he does not get hit by the I guess it's like it creates an alternate timeline or an alternate unit so there's a there's a reality where Keanu is dead and Sandra's really sad and then she's like crying at the mailbox and and then the, the flag dramatically the flag magically up. falls yep. and like I guess that's when the wormhole opens up, right? 
Sure. Because they, they don't have mail carriers here in this world. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. It all, oh. Maybe all mailboxes are magic, but only Keanu Sandra realized it because <laughs> of love. Yes. Uh, real, oh my god, this movie is so bizarre. Yeah. It's, it's kind of amazing yeah. how weird this thing is. And so they magically, uh, you know, save, she saves his life, and then they make out, and then they walk into the house, and then the Paul McCartney song plays. Yes, and this recalled, this actually reminded me of like a lot of movies in the mid-2000s where Paul McCartney would write a song for a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that was like a thing for a little bit. I mean, he did it. I can call out this one and uh, Vanilla Sky, where he would like specifically write a movie, a song for a movie. It it was very weird times we were living in. Very weird, uh, and it, it's one of those things where, and it, because they like we have the Paul McCartney songs, so we're going to play it twice. Uh, and it's a decent song. Yeah. It's it's not it's not a bad song. No, it's 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 your typical at you know later period uh, yeah, McCartney where he's just trying to make very easy listening songs yeah, you can put in the soundtrack of a movie. It's light and fluffy, and uh, that's what a lot of people think of when they think Paul McCartney. So that's it. It fits. Yeah. So it plays. It plays a song while they're dan- like when they first uh, meet when he cyberstalk when he future stalks her uh, at the party. Uh, Letter stalks her with yeah. The, yeah okay. And uh, <laughs> and then it plays again over the uh, closing credits. Uh, yeah, and that's that's the lake house. That's that's the lake house. I, I'm a fan. Only because it's so baffling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would recommend seeing it for... Just to see Keanu and Sandra together again. Uh, so this was 12 years after uh, Speed. and So we were 12 years... We are overdue for another... Uh, it's been 12 yeah. years since this. And so we need another Keanu and Sandra movie. It needs to happen. I'm fine with it. And I'm even okay if it's another weird, baffling time travel romance movie. As long as they're together. They should pull a uh, Halloween 2018 and just do a sequel to Speed. Oh God, that would be amazing. Where they just where they just ignore everything else. Well, you know? yeah, Speed Two can go to hell. Uh, yeah, we, we. I've never seen it. I've never seen it, but I heard Willem Dafoe is bat- batshit crazy. Oh, so that that makes it almost I'm, worth it. The Dafoe. I'm down to watch it. I guess. Um, but yeah, make a sequel to Speed where it's just you know, there's no bus or anything. It's just them catching up later on in life. <laughs> yeah, like they, they broke up for a while and now they. Uh, they get they meet at the bus station or all, randomly. Maybe all of the survivors from Speed are like having a reunion, uh, and then they like have a meet cute again. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with this. There doesn't need to be a bomb. Go, just them. Go go meta with it. Go go meta with it. Like they meet at like a uh, convention where they you know they're it's like oh it's the anniversary of Speed and here's Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves but then they become their characters via a time traveling mailbox. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. We need to write this movie. <laughs> this, this needs to happen. It's going to make millions, Sam. <laughs> Mil- billions. I- I'm going to say the first movie to make $3 billion at the box office. <laughs> oh, my God. The Lake House. The Lake House. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's only it's only 90 minutes, though. Like, you can... You can yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's very... And again, it's like... There's nothing really objectively horrible about it, except maybe yeah. the writing for Lynn Collins' character. Uh it's just it's a it's a light and breezy movie, much like that Paul McCartney song. And I feel like it's the perfect fall fall afternoon. Uh, yes, get some cider and watch a movie that your mom will love. Uh, yeah, there you and go. make her cry. So awesome! Yeah. Thanks so much for being on, Matt. Uh, it was great to chat with you about this insane movie. 
Always a pleasure to talk some weirdness. (laughs) And thank you all for listening. Uh, Before we go, uh, Matt, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Yes, I'd like to plug Talk Film Society, obviously. It's a cool Um, site. It's pretty fun. We do some good stuff over there. Uh, Also, you can find me on the Twitters and basically any um, social media by looking up The Real Matt C. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. Uh, Yep, and thanks everyone for listening. Join me next time where we'll be discussing Richard Linklater's adaptation of the Philip K. Dick novel, A Scanner Darkly, which also has uh, Robert Downey Jr., which we need more Keanu and Robert Downey Jr. Uh, But until then, keeping excellent to each other.